When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality, the show where we dive deep into the world of cinema. I'm your host, Ben Secord, and once again, we invite Vinny Malatino on the show as we give our top 10 movies of 2017. Last week, we gave our 10 through 6. This week, we're going to give our 5 through 1, so our top 5 films of 2017, very excited to share with you. This is it. This is all of 2017, our favorite films of the year. What a year in film. So sit back, relax. Let's talk some movies. So part two of our top 10 list of 2017. Let's do we it. have done our 10 through 6, and we are ready to run through 5 through 1, the best, absolute best movies of 2017. <laughs> ben, Kick us off with your number five. Oh, okay. We're just going to jump right into we it. We yeah, are jumping I, in. Well, because a lot of our 10 through 6, we didn't really dive deep into yeah, because we, we had a lot know, of... Uh, next. Next. <laughs> I've got the same. I got so. the same one, but it's higher on my list. So we're going to talk about it later. Mine's better. All right. So yeah, I guess we're going to so jump right in. So Call Me By Your Name is your guys' favorite movie. Absolutely. <laughs> well, spoiler alert. Yeah. Jeez, oh, Louise. stop it. Way to go. <laughs> stop. All right. So I guess uh, we're just jump into this yes. all right so dave is ready to go all right my number five is a movie called La- <laughs> lady bird lady oh, bird please. is my number five this movie took me by surprise which is like the theme of this uh this podcast uh took me by surprise saoirse ronan i think was a breath of fresh air yeah similar to uh uh uh, Zoe uh, Kazan is that her name? And uh, Zoe Kazan, this is on YouTube, guys, so I'm they can sick. see you. Yeah, in the big sick. Yeah, uh, another one, breath yeah. of fresh air. Just Lori Metcalf is that her name from right. Roseanne? Yeah, uh, yeah, she was outstanding sister, in this movie. Yeah, yeah this is just a. I, I'm big into coming of age tales, which you of noticed on you this are, uh, yes. podcast. I just uh, me too. Again, I this isn't a masterpiece. I wouldn't call it, but at the same time, I can't find anything wrong with it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why it just, it kind of resonated with me. It's got great comedy. Like it's just like a, it's a funny movie without being a comedy. Like I can see it being nominated for best picture. I can see Saoirse Ronan getting nominated for best actor, uh, actress. If Lori, uh, Metcalf, 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 if Lori from uh, from Roseanne, Roseanne. Uh, does Roseanne's not get nominated from uh, for best uh, supporting actress, I think that's just a total uh, snub, as they call it in the biz. Uh, but yeah, I had a, I, I thought this movie was great. I would just was never bored watching it. I thought it was just outstanding the whole way through. Do you, you got a chance to see it, Dave? Yeah, I saw it. I really enjoyed it. It didn't make my list, but I could absolutely see it being on any person's uh, top list. It was. Of course, you know, the acting was great in this, and the story was good too. And it did a thing that, I guess, the what three billboards did we talked on earlier. Kind of, it goes into okay. What I, what I really liked about Lady Bird was it dealt with religion in a way that I think was more fair than indie type movies deal with it. Right. It's normally like God sucks, God's stupid, and it also had the same thing where. I don't want to give too much away here, but it's about a girl from from Sacramento, right? 
and she hated Sacramento. But what we learn is she doesn't really hate Sacramento. Yeah. And it was about you know kind of coming home and appreciating the way you grew up. Yeah, even where you though came the from. way you grew up and the and where you came from wasn't really what you expected for yourself or what you had hoped would uh, you would have had. So there's a lot in there about yeah. that, and it's 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 impressive that the the writing didn't go into that what I think is predictable, which is to rebel against, you know, stupid Sacramento. I'm gonna go off to Harvard or Yale or whatever, and I'm gonna reject my Catholic upbringing. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't your wasn't sorry it wasn't yeah. your typical like rebellious yeah. phase like movie like it was just more of just you know i want to do you know i want it i want something more right but it doesn't mean that you know what i came from is necessarily terrible or or anything like that even though at the time of me growing up it seems that way yeah but towards the end you get the feeling that she's like you know i can't well. reject who i am which would be what, what would be required for that sort of story because this is who I am. I'm from this place. I am this product of this thing. And then at the end, when she goes to the church, she gets a sense of calm and right. solace. Yeah, like and this is home it, almost. It grounds her, and right. then it makes her think of home. You know, so I thought that was really powerful. And uh, and I, I think that's the best thing I can say about this film is, is the way it treated those things. Right. Because you expect them to be more subversive and more anti normal I guess you want to call it um so it didn't do that so for an indie film that actually plays to tradition in a sense I thought was really good definitely yeah that was great great explanation there I can't uh can't can't hate on that um Vinny did you get a chance to see it or I did not but I'm a fan of the coming of age story yeah actually Uh, one of the most underrated ones to me is spectacular now spectacular now what's that with miles teller i did not see that and cheyenne woodley no when was that when did that come out (laughs) sorry bro hey you didn't see lady birds (laughs) look up the spectacular now (laughs) okay one of the best coming of age stories you'll see okay it's it's under the radar yeah for sure all right yeah i'll have to check that but no i'll check out i'll check out lady bird worth a watch for sure it's yeah yeah great movie yeah good movie yeah so it's no place like home kind of story then yeah, I sure. mean, you're kind of giving something away in a way. I mean, like you but said, like I like how it wasn't not, like a yeah. t- typical, like you said, like, or like I said, a rebellious movie. Yeah. You know, it wasn't your typical. It uh, is, thing but like it's that. not. Yeah. So, so it's not best picture, like everyone's yeah. talking about. Or I mean, it could be. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's my number five, so I don't yeah. think so. I um, can see Ben having it at number five. I don't have it on mine. I could see it being in the conversation. For me, it wasn't. It's not my kind of movie, um, but um, it's a good movie. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's what, very Definitely well done, well executed, well acted. And, and it may affect you in a different way, but yeah, I, I really I really liked the direction it took. So. Well, and, and also, sorry, I, I like yeah. that, uh, you know, some of the, you know, she's a teenager, so it's like you, you kind of don't take them seriously just because it's like there's other problems in the world. Like, what do we have to, yeah. what, what do we have to worry about you for? But even she says in the film, like, uh, when she gets sad about something and someone, her you know, her counterpart, uh, I think her boyfriend or whatever, her lover, whatever you want to call it, uh, says like, you know, there's a war going on. She said, other things can be sad too. It's not just all war. Yeah, that's a good line. You know, I yeah. love that line. This takes place like, during the run-up to and start of the Iraq war in 2003. Yeah, so oh, it's like okay, right after yeah. 9-11, kind of. Yeah. Um, a couple, year, couple years after. It is yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. It's got to be semi-autobiographical is my guess. But yeah. I don't no, know. But yeah, I just love that, that aspect of it. It's just like... 
it's like it's true like yeah obviously there's bigger things going on but like my my life matters too and you know yeah. I, I can be sad about this thing as well as you know this other stuff that's going on yeah it's like when your parents say well there are children starving in africa well they may be but i'm still sad <laughs> right like, exactly. that doesn't change yeah. that yeah. exactly i like it's kind of the way it was good stuff good stuff all right dave what is your number five my number five is a movie i will bet a million dollars that neither one of you have this on your list i think this is a movie that probably i'm the only one that really likes this much and it's part of a series that i really like my number five is alien covenant Okay. Okay. I did not okay. see it, so yeah. I can't. I can't. It's not on my list, but I actually liked it a lot. This is this is sort of a wild card for me. I really like this movie, and what I like about this movie is it deals with the big stuff, the really important questions about humanity. It wasn't executed perfectly, um, and you know the it, it's kind of, it's definitely scary. It's certainly a horror movie, but. If you start from Prometheus and move through this, and actually if you go even further back to Ridley Scott's Blade Runner, he deals with this thread of a question of dealing with how do how does the created deal with their creator? How do how do these two have their inter interaction? Yeah. And you have replicants in Blade Runner, obviously, and this one you have these disgusting monsters in here, but was also in David is sort of a replicant himself. And how does he look back at, at Wayland? I don't know. I, I mean, I'll look at something like Three Billboards, and it's an it's a great human story. But I also like the big questions, which is these sort of things: the unknown. How do you deal with a god? If I am a god, what does that make me? And how does that person lesser than me look at me? And how do how does that how is that relationship? Even though this film is it's it's a beautiful film, but it's sort of a it's a scary monster movie. Right. But in there are very deep questions. So you need to watch this film. <laughs> I know. I, I, I do want to take it Wait, you've never seen Alien I have Covenant? not seen it yet. Nope. It's really uh, good. And I, and I really it's, liked it's Prometheus good. and everything. But yeah, I was, one, I of the people, checked it I was one of the people like him that enjoyed it, man. I thought Michael Fassbender. Oh, he's incredible in this movie. It, the only thing with it, it kind of does feel like two movies. Like it kind of feels like he's just like let me satisfy the alien fans with this, and the second half he's like let me satisfy the Prometheus. Yeah, it's true. Oh, it like, kind of feels like two movies in one. Yeah. That's the only yeah. thing I really don't like about it. But dude, it is good, man. It is it is really good. And like yeah. you said with the creator, like the first scene where he's talking to um, yeah. Waylon. What's the guy's first name? Uh, Waylon's first name? I don't know. It's escaping me now. Anyway, but uh, Guy Pierce. <laughs> okay. That yeah. scene with him when he first creates him, he's like, "Why did you create me?" Yeah. yeah. He's like, because I can, yeah. And, basically, and then he real, then David realizes that well, he's like, you're something like you're gonna die, and but I don't die. So yeah. you made me, but I, I'm superior to you, dude. I'm oh, actually wow, glad. I didn't realize they got. I'm actually glad that. you put that on uh, yeah. on your list because I. And left this that off. is Blade Runner. So I, this is a thread that has actually I've it's, been oh, so it's unable like to get Runner, out of my brain because in Blade Runner there's Tyrell who makes yeah, like Tyrell. Roy Batty. Yeah. And Roy Batty looks down on, on on Tyrell and considers himself superior to the man who made him. And this actually happens again in Alien Covenant. So it's really weird. And then David goes off into his own... He he, he tries to make uh, his, his own creation, which is a grotesque, disgusting monster of a thing. And it's... But he still made it? Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he made yeah, it. He made something. So he, made he, something. It, it, he fails as... As the creator, he's not able to exceed himself, which what Wayland actually does for him. He makes something better than himself, but David makes this gross, awful creature who just only wreaks destruction. Really? Yeah, so it's, there's a lot of... 
for a movie that didn't perform well, and now they're so saying they might that, not make, okay. they might not even spoiler make, alert, yeah, they might not even make another Alien now. Because I really hope they did. do. And re- I I love Ridley Scott, and I hope they can somehow put maybe do something else and get someone else to make another movie. But there's a lot of philosophy behind Prometheus and Alien Covenant. So that's what I was saying by the big question. So even though you have this sort of scary horror movie that is beautiful, like all Ridley Scott movies are beautiful, there's a lot of deep stuff in here. So for me, yeah, even though, it, like I said, it didn't do very well and it probably got crapped on by a lot of people, this one that makes my, this one is in my list. So I, I saw it twice, man. I saw it twice. I'm actually two of the most unrated performances of the year. That the underrated that the <laughs> that the Oscars are gonna uh, underlook is um, Michael Fassbender and Alien. He's amazing. And James McAvoy. Yes. And Split. I know. Oh, Split. Yeah. yeah Split. Dude, James McAvoy. That was like one of the best. They're, they're gonna overlook. That. Yeah, because it dude, came Fassbender, out in January. I, that's what I don't like about this stuff. It's yeah, like, but Split. That's another January but, movies but will not get. Fassbender plays two different two androids, care, yeah. bro, and done. And he legit walks different. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> yeah. hey, don't give me. No, no, it's it's. I'm pretty sure they gave it away in the trailer. No, no, it's I not, mean he gave away well, more or, than that. Yeah, I did. I probably gave away too much, but but he plays two different androids. Two different androids, yeah. And David and yeah. something else, uh, and, and they actually walk different. Henry they talk different. Something. That's something like that. They yeah. walk different. What, so did different. David make the aliens? No, he's well. He's all, uh, yeah. well it's, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that we'll get to when that. I watch. But it. anyway, they have a scene together. <laughs> Fazbender on Fazbender. They put them together on the same screen. Yeah, Ooh. I think one's a little taller, one's a little shorter. Dude, how did you okay. not see Covenant? I don't know. I just it's haven't yet. I really, just haven't. It's, it's really good. good. I'm, I'm happy you put that on the list because I totally forgot about that. And it reminded me of Split for underrated performance because James McAvoy is amazing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I will admit this well, is... Well, and it's funny because... X Men, they're both they're both yeah, X Men, yeah, Magneto right? and, uh, Doc, uh, and Professor X, and them two made First Class, yeah, one of the best X Men movies ever. Definitely, so. I like Fastbender better in here, but uh, yeah, 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 this no, one is certainly my. Uh, this is a, a personal pick. That's you know beyond. This is what I personally really like because it deals in those questions that they're they're larger than human type of things. So I yeah. like getting into that. It's just same as Blade Runner. So, yeah, I'm done. Number five. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Vinny, what's your number five? Last Jedi. All right, we can talk about it. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Which uh, check, out, check out our last Jedi episode. Mine was six. What was it? Was seven? Uh, mine was seven. Yes. Last Jedi was seven. Yours was six, and yeah. mine was five. Yep. No. Okay. All right. So right I mean, it's, we're not too far off. So that's cool. Last Jedi. Um, first time I saw it, in shock. You know, didn't go the way I thought. Yeah. You know? Oh, by the way, for anyone listening now, we also have yeah. an episode on this. So. Yeah, we have an episode where oh, we, I um, thought you were going to say spoiler. No, no, no. no uh, sp- well, we're semi spoiler. But, but hey, catch me back at two weeks ago. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, spoiler too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, first time I saw it, a couple things shocked me. Second time I saw it, I loved it, man. Yeah. Third yeah, time a- I saw it, I loved it even more. There's some problems with it. You know, a lot of people text me, bombs didn't drop the right way. You know, Leia's floating in space, <laughs> which is nonsense. what you do in space. You know, you float. Um, but but uh, Well, that scene could have been handled a little bit. It could have been handled less right. corny. Yeah. And, dude, she honestly could have, you know, closed a couple doors. I actually came up with the idea myself that she could have kind of, like, force-pushed a couple blasters away. Yeah. Which would have been really cool. And we talked about that, too, where she would have sort of a force something that pushed, that created, yeah. like, a sphere around herself. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, yeah. yeah but that. the second time I watched it, 
it worked with the music for me. It, yeah. it, it, I kind of accepted it for what it was. It's nice to see Leia do something. Right. Dude, something yeah. this like is Darth that. Vader's daughter, bro. Right, I know, yeah. How can she not do anything? But this is what I talked about. I was like, episode. it took him this long yeah. to actually show her use the Force? To me, I loved that. Yeah. I loved it. Bro. I want well, to see a, a Leia spinoff movie where dude, she's doing her I'm own down. thing. Well, and she's doing I'm down. Like that. I was thrilled that Darth they... Darth Vader's daughter, bro. Yeah, I know. She needs to be doing some yeah, crazy shit. I was thrilled that they even showed her do something in Force Awakens when Han Solo died. Spoiler alert. When Han Solo died, like How when she you. like felt it, like that, I was like, like I was right? excited like a to couple see that. So like for them to go a step yeah. further in Last Jedi, like it's like yeah. I appreciate it, but again, yeah. the execution was just Carrie I Fisher love... just you know broke down as a as a human being, dude. So. Right? <laughs> I cr- I cry. I, I'm not gonna lie. I cried on their scene together. I think Luke went out like Luke, a G. Oh yeah, Luke, I think the Luke, Luke went out like a straight up G. That was amazing. How yeah. did you want him to go out? You want Kylo to kill no. him? No, that was fantastic. He went out with a G yeah. on his own terms and saving everybody in the process. It was beautiful. Snoke, that fight, dude, that fight scene yeah, with that Kylo throne room and Rey. Scene. I didn't like um, what happened before the, the background fight, with the red dude. Um, oh, you didn't like Snoke dying? Well, I didn't like that. <laughs> Well, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I basically, I basically he's exhausted. Ninety percent of the movie, besides the Ray, or not Ray, excuse me, Finn and and Rose, right? Which was yeah. Terrible so, right. storyline. Which cut was it this, out. Could have saved us animal, twenty minutes. You know, abuse. Let me let go of the animals for no reason. Just storyline that was on a stupid planet. They Dude, need to be in the movie. If there was a better sideline story, it probably would have been. And honestly, I still think it might be one of the best Star Wars movies of all time. Well, what's their plot? They're gonna go and then get themselves on the on the main the first order ship and then mess with the co- it's like it's but so convoluted and non- they, they actually made it so the first order found out that they were going to that planet Another, uh, <laughs> like dude that's I should have came on all, it's, it's all rendered moot right. last Jedi review it's a stupid plan and then it, and then they figured it out ahead of time so we, we gotta introduce this kid that's at the end so let's have them go yeah. on this fun adventure but this no I mean let's, 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 let's they, talk about they I mean, didn't do is, it just for the broom this is this is yeah I mean this is all they could just do that this is all on our top 10 so Let's talk about the positive again. This is I love the the stuff the stuff that was the the, the, the good stuff in this movie was in the movie for me. Yeah, the positive. The, uh, and, yeah, and, and the sorry. way the way they described the force. Yeah, are you kidding me, bro? That yeah. was the most visual, yeah, realistic exactly. way to describe the force I, ever that they've ever for some described reason, it. For some reason, the third time I saw this movie, which is I've seen it three times now, uh, the third time I saw this movie is really when that gripped me was when how bro. they described the force was uh, the like the way Ray was feeling. It, it like yes. what do you feel like the way she yes. was seeing it all? I love that. Death, yeah, yeah life, death, everything. yeah, decay. It's not yeah. just about midichlorians. Yeah, exactly. I could have dealt without the milk scene. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's obviously. I'll take what I can get. That's why. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's number seven on my list. But I really like Yoda. Time, I loved it. I loved, loved dude, the Yoda puppet stuff. Yoda. Puppet Yoda, are you brilliant. kidding me? It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So. It was, dude, it was gangster. Again, you, he, can, you can hear everything I said about it on our last Jedi review. Anyway, Please listen. But, uh, anyway, you're getting me hyped. But yeah, it's yeah. number five for a reason. Good I think call. it's one of the best. Highest of the three. I, I like the gutsiness of it. Like I like that they dude, expanded. Dude, the movie had balls. Yeah, they expanded, the, myth- they expanded the mythology of the Force. Which, it needs to change. And again, Luke Skywalker is saying he changed. Like, oh, it's not Luke Skywalker. That's so different. Like, Bro, if I'm the same person, years if later. I, yeah, if I'm the same person 30 years from now, God help us all. And he went through a lot of crap yeah. in those 30 years. Right. You know, including so. you with his dad and everything else. Yeah, like so the I'm, dude's gonna change. I'm I'm really glad we all had it in our top ten. I'm just shocked that I have it the lowest out of all three of <laughs> so us. <am> I. <laughs> but, I had it uh, number five, and honestly, if I saw it one time when we had this podcast, it might not even be on here. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've never had a movie change on second viewing so much as Last Jedi. Um, so, uh, moving on, you got number four? My number four. Did you have anything else to say about Last Jedi? No, okay. that's a great call. No, <laughs> no I, yeah. I feel probably. like we're going we're gonna to spend half no, the time yeah, on will, uh, Star Wars. So, yeah. um, so my, my number four? There's oh, one. sorry. <laughs> so, yes. my, my number four is uh, uh, Baby Driver. Baby Driver, which you had at what? Uh, number eight. Number eight. Okay, so did you get a chance to see yeah, this? See no, it, you didn't get a chance to see it. What a good movie! Uh, what? It's so fun. Yeah, so fun. I just that opening shot, that whole car chase yeah. scene was just outstanding. Just I love how the music was incorporated. Oh, yeah, with the headphones, and he's got the hearing thing, and it's yeah. so cool. And just the way he lives his life, it, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this was another one that was unexpected for me. Yeah. I didn't expect. I think this was going to be a very good movie, but it really was. It was a nice action crime sort of right. that kind of movie, you know. And I liked Jamie Fox a lot more than I thought I would in this movie, like because I'm not a big Jamie Fox guy. Like, he's hit to or be miss. honest, huh? He's hit or miss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just like eh. I, and horrible bosses. He was funny. Yeah, yeah. Horrible <laughs> bosses. He was good. I for think sure. I like Jamie Fox and everything. Honestly. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you're a Jamie Fox guy. And yeah. I, I mean, liked Miami Vice. I mean, I don't hate him, but collateral, it's just, collateral. I, I'm not like in a like, seek. I'm never going to seek out a movie of his, but but this movie just yeah he took me by surprise. But yeah, it's just fun. Like again, this isn't a movie. I know it's not going to get nominated for best picture or anything, but it's just a nice movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'll be well now that Kevin Spacey's in it. It might not exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's anything with his name. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I mean, the politics are definitely going to be involved in the Oscars. It always is. Um, But but, I like uh, when he's got the uh, the older man that he's taking care of. That sort of thing, and he meets the girl in the diner, and it's very. It's sort of a nostalgic feel to the yeah. film, but also it's happening, you know, now. Yeah. It, it, in what? In some ways, I couldn't tell what time place yeah. or what time yeah. period this thing was taking him because I was like, "Well, if this feels like maybe the '90s or, well, cause, or yeah, just because of the music he was listening to." Or well, that plus I kind of took it that it was today. I mean, it definitely was today. I think I think you were just talking about like it the like music, was yeah. almost like timeless in a way that like yeah. just the music was. But then just, he also has older i iPods. Yeah, right? that was interesting. He's too. got a like, whole series of iPods that are loaded with different kinds of music, and so, but every, it, it takes place now. But it feels like it's taking place in the early 2000s, sort of, and just because of the technology that he's using. Hmm. Yeah, the older you know, iPods hold more gigabytes. <laughs> no, <seriously. laughs> to be honest, I mean, um, and then he's doing the record player, I think, with the yeah. with the guy he's watching or something like yeah. that. And it's just a cool, yeah. It's just a really you're, cool movie. It's not deep, I don't think. No, it's not deep. You're never bored in this movie. Exactly. Thing. Like it's just so entertaining. Like it's, it's just, a nice I, action film with a yeah. with a with a with good character development and a nice story. It, John Hamm is in this. Yeah, it's uh, got heart. Even yeah. like it's got heart. Yeah, like you said, him taking care of the old man and yeah. everything. Um, and uh, just I for you were talking about the you know him with the girl in the diner. Like I love that scene with the easy, yeah, easy like Sunday morning. Like so when not, that yeah. song comes up, it's like man, this is good like uh usually you know you say style over substance like here like it's definitely stylistic and the yeah. music like goes perfectly with it this like the style is the substance in this movie, exactly like and that's fine with me like yeah and it takes a second to kind of get used to the film i think because yeah. he's yeah. the main character is in his ear is his earbuds mm-hmm. at all almost at all times he's yeah. got a hearing condition right because he was in a we well, we find out he's in an accident when he was a kid. Right, yeah, he has a constant ring. So he's basically in his ear. always playing music, 
and he kind of goes through life that way. So you're experiencing it as he does, and it's a bit jarring at first, and then you get used to it. And you really kind of like yeah, this character, it's just, and it, it's really good. I'd yeah. say it's like the Kingsman of this year, like when Kingsman yeah, came out in 2014. Good, uh, I think it was like it's it's a, like the fun, like it's like that fun. Yeah, you know? I think that's a great comparison yeah. and a great call. So. So yeah, Baby Driver is my number uh, four movie. There, love Absolutely. this movie and just had so out. much fun with it. Yeah, definitely check it out. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, great call. Uh, my number four is Logan. Hey, that's my number four. Oh, hey, look at go. you guys! Look at you guys! Hey. This didn't make your list. <sighs> Napoleon. I had to keep it off. You son of a bitch, dude! You didn't have I Logan know. on your whole list. <laughs> I didn't dude, have it on my list. Are you kidding? Hey. Uh, all right, what idiot? This is what I go to about. Movies hit you in a certain way, depending on what mood you're in. To be honest, so when I saw this Spider-Man movie, I saw this movie at like ten. It was like ten, ten twenty showtime. I was so He's tired. I ate so like much popcorn. He's like, I know it belongs, but I right, oh, I was Spider-Man. full. I was burping over yeah. popcorn. And I had the like, I, I really cold outside. I really, I really loved this. I had movie. to pee. <laughs> yeah. What do you got to say about it, Dave? Well, I'm, not this, even, I'm not even going to make excuses. What are you going to say about well, it? Well, this movie was the most pleasant of surprises for me because oh, for sure. I, you know, I like Wolverine. I like the older Netflix movies. I didn't like the reboot, to be quite honest. The Brian Singer movies. Which reboot? Uh, all the Brian Singer ones. Uh, first Class. Oh, you and, didn't like... Uh, well, Apocalypse kind of sucked. Apo- well, I didn't, what uh, is, isn't it just First Class on Apocalypse? First class, uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, which oh, is dude, future Days of Future Past was pretty. You know, see like, these these was, I, Days of Future Past was overrated to me. So these ones, yeah. well, I'll say quickly what I don't like about them is that I end up saying, okay, let's just kill all the mutants because they seem and to be ca- always causing problems. And <laughs> right, like, yeah, you're like, well, I'm the government. <laughs> yeah, so can we please kill Problem all these people? Solved, yeah. In Logan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we get into that, but this is just such a gritty. It's almost like a a western. In it's a totally a western, way. bro. And you know you get Xavier in a way that you don't expect. You get all these ca- these characters, and it, it's so I don't know. It's a standalone. Real. Yeah, it's so it's real. real. And then they for a mutant movie, some dude that spits out knives out of his hands. Right, it yeah. was real. Yeah, like dude, if I watched, it, I'd be like, I felt like it was today. You it, know, like, yeah, exactly. It was, it was made that well. This thing is. It could have been. A, it, this movie could have been an origin and end story for this character. Because it yeah. was so well done and and just shot so well, it was so gritty. And then I, I love Xavier. I love. I don't like the James McAvoy version of Xavier. I really like you Patrick really Stewart. No, I, I mean I love Patrick Stewart too. And I think him in him oh, in this movie. Oh my god, he's incredible. And yeah. you feel if, yeah. if if you like if you favor the Patrick Stewart Doctor X, you will flip oh. out on this movie because you get the best. You get that same acting on him. He's like. Oh, you know he can't like. <laughs> yeah, he's, oh, he's like oh. That's what he's doing through yeah. most of the movie because he can't control what's going on. You know, he's like kind of losing his head. It's such a good film. I don't want. I feel like if I talk more about it, I'm going to spoil it. But yeah, I really, we can't talk about X twenty three enough too, man. Like she, yeah, came, she was she really came good. In yeah. And killed yeah. it. And Hugh Jack, I think this is Hugh Jackman's best performance. I'm not as, even a big Hugh a, Jackman fan, as Wolverine. Per se. No. Yeah, but yeah. And I love how oh, this is by far his best performance. I mean, eh, I don't, I don't want to give it away, but one of the main villains is, I think, great. I think the way they did that, yeah, like with how what happens, mm-hmm. I think they did that great. And dude, I actually watched the. Uh, did you ever watch it in black and white? 
No. Because if you buy it on Blu-ray, it comes in black and white. Oh, really? I could see it working well. Yeah. Dude, it it works good. Well, that yeah. that is the best trailer of the year by far with the Johnny Cash song. Yeah. Oh, Kurt, it's, oh uh, yeah. Just good but God. the director said yeah. that he wanted to make a black and white version. And that would have been nice. The scene with the family and like at the house and everything yeah. is almost like a horror movie in black and white. It's, it's crazy. In it's, black and white, it's nuts. It's very unsettling. It, there's a couple dark, like the way they film is a couple, maybe a little too dark with yeah. the black and white, but it works. And I, I actually loved it so much. I watched it like five times that I watched oh, it in wow. black and white yeah. just to get like the, the difference, you know, the way the different vibe that it gives and it gives it more of a darker feel. Right. This is a but phenomenal movie. I just, I love that you don't have to have seen any of the other. No, you can like, approach it's a total blind, standalone yeah. movie. Like it's just, it's a, a guy who's you know trying to like pay for his you know past sins in a way you know just uh, he doesn't like the way his old life was trying to redeem himself a little he's gone and down he this does dark path you know just beautiful yeah such a good film yeah no I agree I, again I, I did I, not expect this one I didn't expect to like this thing that much I thought it'd be yeah, it'd be pretty good oh and this blew me away also the rated R like because it's the first rated R yeah whatever, it didn't it wasn't forced. Yeah, exactly. It like, made it, it feel more real. No, it made it feel sure. more real, but yeah, I mean, like, at this the same time, not dropping F-bombs that's not every... why it's great. You know? No, it's not. Yeah. It actually works. It makes yeah. it better, in my opinion. There's stuff with the children, and you know, you know, Wolverine has a. He's good at heart. At his deepest core, he's a good person. You know, he and, and I think right. Jackman shows that. Even Jack, though Jackman I'm, shows, a little... I'm pissed and I'm angry and I'm furious, but I don't. I'm not going to hurt an innocent. That kind of thing. You yeah. Know? He his anger is directed. Always in the right way, mostly in the right way, and you know, God, what a good film! So yeah, yeah I don't want to say any more because I, I feel like, like I said, if I'm going to talk more on it, I'm going to end up spoiling something. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. I mean, this is another one that uh, Patrick Stewart. Like I know he won't in a million years, but he definitely should be considered for best supporting actor oh, for you it. Think oh, so, Mister? Not have on my top ten. <laughs> it doesn't mean <laughs> I don't like it. Doesn't <laughs> mean yeah, it. so great, so great. I, I didn't have it on my top ten. I still love that movie. Again, yeah, it was just, uh, just didn't resonate with me. All but right. that was your number four. Did you have anything else to say about it? As well, Vinny? It's a good fours. choice. Yeah. Ah, it's a <laughs> phenomenal yeah, choice. All right. So that was your number four as well. So yeah. uh, my number three. We ready for this, guys? Is mm. what? Uh, the Disaster Artist. My number three is The wow. Disaster Artist. I had number Franco. 10. Oh, that was your number 10. What? Yeah. That was my number seven. Oh, was it? Wow. Disaster Artist. I thought I could have swore you had it higher, but anyways, yeah. My uh, my <laughs> number three is the disaster artist, James Franco, Seth Rogen, Dave Franco. Even Dave. this movie, I just I, I want to watch it over and over again. Like as soon as I as soon as it Dude, was it over was when good. I first saw it, it I was good. just like, let's put that on again. Like it's just it's so fun because I mean it it's obviously comes from the room, which was this like it's known as like the best worst movie ever made with Tommy Wiseau uh, as the star, the director, the producer, the uh, you know everything. This, yeah, exactly the everything. And it's just so terrible that it's good. And James Franco plays an uncanny uh, version of him, which uh, you know. I never saw James Franco in this role. Like it was just like he never broke his accent. Like he never like he just he, he was this guy this whole time. Even if it even it wasn't even if it wasn't a hundred percent, you know, perfect imitation. Like he never broke. Like usually when people do accents, like you said with Idris Elba, and I think in our last episode, like his accent broke a couple times. Like 
James Franco never broke that. Like he was so believable with it. It's just such a joyful film, but it's not like this slapstick comedy which you would expect it to be. Like it's actually something you could see. Well, I could see James Franco getting nominated for an Oscar for this, which he probably I will. I hope he does. Um, sure. Just because I think that's kind of stretching it. But I no, mean, he bro. will. I, mean, honestly, he, I, I put money. If I could put money down, I bet you. Yeah, because he, he I mean, he's, he's already been nominated for the Golden Globe. He's been nominated for the SAG Award, which is more than a Golden Globe. Uh, you know, uh, history has shown he's gonna get nominated for an Oscar. I mean, whether he, you think he should or not, he, he will, will get. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, obviously, I'm not the chooser, yeah. but <laughs> I know. But I'm, I'm just. I, I, I yeah. like this movie a lot. The only thing I, I will say, it just feels at some point it's it your feels, number ten, bro. Yeah, my number ten. Yeah, uh, it, this one feels. I'm, I'm glad it's on your list at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take it. This movie <laughs> feels just a bit like it's trying a little too hard. Okay, um, and I feel like I need to be laughing a little too hard at the jokes. <laughs> yeah, because I I know the room and I laugh at the room, but then it's like. Well, what am I watching here? So it's a guy making fun of a movie that sucked, and now I'm going to laugh at him making fun of a movie. It, it becomes like a little bit too meta. Yeah. It becomes that James Franco thing where you're like, okay, this guy's like kind of too much here. Yeah. So I, I feel that in a couple of instances in the movie. And then most of it, I'm laughing my ass off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought the opposite of you. Because yeah. I, I was down with the room. I It was hilarious. Saw it one time. Laughed my ass off. Yeah. But I saw two dudes making a movie. Like, he was that good where I thought he... I didn't think it was a parody at all. The only thing I didn't like is the beginning with the friendship. I thought they could have moved that along. No, dude. I I don't know. I think that was one of the most important parts about it. And Dave Franco, dude, threw me off. Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Yeah. Yeah, he was better than I thought James he would Franco, be. James um, Franco, I've always loved James Franco. Like yeah. 20, 127 hours, one of my one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a really good movie. But Spring J- Breakers, but I know Dave you like that. Franco, <laughs> dude, I love Spring Breakers. <laughs> hey, for those out there who haven't seen Spring Breakers, have you seen Spring Breakers? I have not. I'm pretty mixed on James, James Franco. James Franco on a piano singing Britney Spears. That's all you need to know. <laughs> but <laughs> but, uh, but I, again, this but is yeah, just Dave such Franco a, yeah. threw me out. He surprised yeah. me. But yeah, I didn't think it was a period at all. I felt it, and honestly, yeah, after I watched it, I, I was at my feels at the end. I felt yeah, inspired. I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, like it was you, good. you start thinking about your dreams, man. Like, did you not? Did you not think you were capable of well, anything? These are dudes that made one of the worst. <laughs> no. no, dude, these are dudes with the worst. What? This guy has some kind of he's obviously some kind of illegal uh, money pit that he cannot exhaust. <laughs> no, I feel no. like if I had a, a spare 10 million, I'd make a better movie than this Dude, guy. somebody <laughs> died and he inherited It's still in your top 10, though. So no, it is. Dude, but I feel like... This guy's in... and He made a movie that's in your top 10 right now of a movie that's freaking horrible. Oh, that yeah. deserves, that, that's one of the ideas. That's that. talking about a dream that came true. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau will be at the Oscars this year when well, James Franco gets nominated. Call that succeeding, bro. Well, that's what's crazy. That's, that's why. Succeeding. That's one of the reasons. That's another reason that's I love it so much. Because you're capable of anything, yeah. even if you fail. <laughs> even if you fail, you're capable of anything. You'd be at the freaking well, Oscars. That might too. be a little misleading. Um, no, but, dude, uh, it's not misleading. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, that's it. one of the reasons I love it so much because this is like this movie that's been around for. It came out like 2003 or something. <laughs> yeah, been around for 14 years. It's been right. known as the most the terrible a terrible movie, the worst be, the best worst movie ever made. But at the same time, here we are, 14 years later. It's best a movie for, a movie yeah. about it is yeah. now Oscar worthy, which is that's just what I'm saying. Crazy, but this movie's not going to be nominated for best picture because it's, no, no. But dude, even yeah, before not, this I mean, movie came does, out, that's... even before this movie came out, this guy's making so much money at uh, midnight screenings. Yeah, and I everything know. else, yeah. dude. Well, they that's said he succeeding. broke even. Which... It's it's 
it's ironically a success story, which is it just, is a success story. In my it's opinion. crazy because even sure. if this movie didn't it's come out, one of the best success still, stories I've ever heard of. Even if this movie didn't, <laughs> especially come out, if James Franco no, becomes no, you've best heard actor. of better. You've heard of George Lucas who. <laughs> Made Star Wars, so that's a better success story. George Lucas making Star Wars. Tell me why so. Tell me why so. It's not the best success story you've ever heard. I, I, I it know is that's not true, dude. It is because he failed it's and it worst. became a success. That's that's what makes it a success, dude. It's a success because we're laughing at him. So. We're laughing at him, but it's still your number 10, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's a success. Well, the room is in number 10. The disaster artist is number 10. Exactly. I, and without I, the room, there wouldn't be a disaster artist. I think the cons- because James Franco loved the room so much is because disaster artist came out. That's success, bro. My one critique on it was I think the concept is slightly better than the execution. It just the movie kind of got bogged down. Yeah, again, it. it's not going to get nominated for best picture. It's not a great movie. Yeah, but um, I, I enjoyed but it. I just loved it, and I'm glad that's it came out. Number, yeah, that's why it's my number I'm three. Glad I saw it. It's so much fun yeah. watching. It's this. a unique like, movie in a yeah. kind of a meta humor movie, which I enjoyed. So yeah, definitely. It, it deserves to be on the list for sure. At a blast watching. I'm just not going to so. say it's you know the whole thing is great. That's all. Hey, no. we understand. <laughs> we understand. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, what a blast this movie was. So yeah, that's my number three disaster artist. Dave, what's your number three? My number three is I, Tanya. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. How'd you see it? I saw it in theater. What theater, bro? <laughs> the theater in my house. I've been trying to catch this <laughs> movie for a minute. I, yeah, I saw it as well. I saw it. Did not make my list, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, that is uh, this movie. Um, this was a, that a very pleasant surprise. Uh, Margot Robbie is amazing in this movie, and I think she she deserves a, an Oscar nomination. Yeah, I think she'll get one. Yeah, she is so good. She is not just a pretty face. Actually, she's kind of an ugly face. This movie so <laughs> yeah. it sounds like Tanya Harding. <laughs> you know? And she just goes through this whole thing of, you know, someone who has a really crappy childhood and they're, they have a specific talent and then they get involved with the wrong person. This movie just, just grabbed me because it's a real story right. that is the, re- the truth is better than fiction in this instance. Right, yeah, definitely. The fact that this actually, and, and I think we're all probably a little bit too young for all of this, but the fact that this thing really happened yeah. is kind of mind-blowing. And to tell the true story, it's nuts. Right. And we get uh, Allison Janney, right? Oh, Allison Janney was great Incredible. in this. Incredible. Yeah. That's her mom. It's the horrible. I think she should win Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. Uh, you get the story. You get you get through Tanya Harding's eyes, sort of, and she never really takes responsibility, but you also, you're sympathetic to her. Um, and you get her you know, husband, Jeff Galuli, and all this nonsense, what we do to Nancy Kerrigan. I just really love this movie. This movie just grabbed me from minute one all the way to the end. I did not want to turn it off when it was over. I was still thinking about it. So really, really, really good movie. And I hope I hope Margot Robbie wins something for this movie. I I, I don't think she'll win. Uh, I do think she'll be nominated. But, uh, but yeah, I totally agree with you. I thought this was a you fantastic film. You don't think film. she'll be nominated? No, I think she'll be nominated. I don't think she'll win. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think this is fantastic. Uh, again, Margaret, especially at the end, you yeah. know, the emotion she was showing, I just know. the way she was uh, conveying that. I thought that was brilliant, and it's just it's a unique film too. Just the way it was filmed, how it's they sort of like in a they're recreating documentary yeah. footage, and then recreating also like live broadcast footage, yeah. and then it's also interspersed with just regular like. Feature footage, right? Really well done. It's yeah. got a lot of comedy to it, but it's like it's almost it makes you, which you never thought you would. It almost makes you feel sympathetic. It's funny because it's so nuts. Yeah, exactly. The whole situation is so insane. 
to, to create right. this thing that happened, and then the yeah, the people around them are nuts, and you feel yeah, you, you feel yeah. sympathetic to her, but she also is like, that's not my fault. Well, it's like, well, it's clearly, clearly your fault. <laughs> it's clearly your fault, <laughs> right? We know it's your fault, but but, she, but you feel bad for her because you know that there's these people around her that are doing these things that are kind of influencing her decisions, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm surprised to see this so high in your list. Yeah. I mean, I like this movie a lot. I know. Uh, didn't I didn't think list, I would love but, uh, it as much as I, I yeah. did, but I really love this um, film. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it a lot. Again, I think the acting is the best uh, part of this movie. Uh, Allison Janney, uh, and the, even and Sebastian Stan as her husband was great. Absolutely, yeah, he's yeah. so good. He's yeah. good in everything, really. Winter Definitely. Soldier, Winter Soldier, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that was great choice, man. Yeah, number three, great choice. Vinny, what do you got? For what do you got? Number, number three. three for me, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. All right, yeah, that was my number eight. Dang. I uh, I haven't, I haven't had one. time to digest it. Uh, as of this recording, I saw it last night. So Shape of Water has my best actress of the year. Oh wow! Best score of the year. Oh, the score. Yeah. That's... Best makeup of the year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nominee for cinematography of the year. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be nominated for best picture, dude. I, Maybe I, best director. That good, I love huh? Shape of Water, dude. Shape of yeah. Water is really unique. Really unique. Um, um, Gamilio del Toro, uh, Gilmero del Toro, Guillermo, Guillermo, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. The Italians helping us out over here with the Mexican name, Gilmero del Toro. (laughs) Is that how you pronounce it? If you're down for weird, weird movies, if you're listening right now and you like Pan's Labyrinth or you know, Crimson Peak, you know, weird stuff, you'll dig it. Yeah, my wife hated it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, she didn't hate it. The weird thing is, is when we got in the car, she goes. It was too weird for me, but she should win Best Actress, is what she said. <laughs> well, that's kind of what she my goes, wife said too. Yeah, she said she like she thought it was very weird, but she still at the same time couldn't say anything bad about it. Yeah, uh, Michael Shannon's great. Oh, Michael Shannon, dude, Michael Shannon's buck wild. He's yeah. Michael Shannon times ten. He's good yeah, always, he's right? Somebody. Yeah, but he's Michael Shannon. That's yeah. the only, I, yeah. I hope he doesn't become cliche with the, with this roles that <laughs> I he think plays. He, I think it's too late. You think it might be too? You think he's playing yeah, William Defoe? But, but at yeah. the, at yeah. the yeah. William Defoe. At, at yeah. the same time, uh, like every scene he was in, I was just like. Sucked I was in. sucked in. Sucked yeah, in. exactly. Well, a couple scenes, dude. I I loved. Like honestly, bro, there's a couple scenes where I legit was sitting in the theater. I was like, so is this let me a take love a picture. story? Let me take a yeah, picture. Yeah, it's, it's a love story. So yeah, it's I mean, a love it's story. basically uh, 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 Sally Hawkins plays a janitor. Uh, that she's a janitor at like a government facility that is supposed to be top secret right. and are experimenting on this uh, you get that from the trailer yeah exactly they're experimenting on this humanoid uh, amphibian thing. type yep. thing uh, they're experimenting on that doing um, and yeah she you know is in the room when they first discover it <laughs> and you know, it's uh, she forms a relationship. She forms a, a relationship with it. That's she's what I'll a say. mute, which he left out. There, she's a mute. Yeah, oh. she's a mute. Well, yeah. Which and he's different also. Which, yeah, so she's and, using. And they have this connection because they're both different and they both don't fit in the world. Gotcha. She's using sign language the whole movie, which is phenomenal. That you would say that she would be best actress, but yeah, I, dude, you I don't agree. Think she's no, top no, three at least. No. She doesn't speak. Yeah, she doesn't she speak. Doesn't speak the whole movie. Well, yep. one scene kind of. Oh, I, you didn't get that from the trailer. Really? No, I I think. Think. no. She uses sign That's what's so trailer. beautiful yeah. about the connection, oh. even though it's alien and human connection. Kind of weird for some people, but that's really besides the point. Is that she doesn't fit in this world, and and he does not judge her, and she doesn't judge him. Yeah, you know, they're just two people that connect because yeah, different. it's got that feel to it. And um, uh, and dude, there's a, there's a couple scenes that are just 
not to sound corny, but straight beautiful, bro. Yeah, like no, it's the way the music is, this, the way the music is. You're sitting there, I'm just like, man, I'm feeling the score right now. Yeah, I'm the score is this, amazing. This, the cinematography right yeah. now. I, I love it. the colors they use. Like, it's just like yeah. a green hue. Oh, it's a whole movie green palette in the world. Yeah, they, it's just dark green, light green. Everything's green. Yeah, and, and I actually recently read today that he wanted to do it in black and white. Really? And I'm I, actually happy he didn't. Yeah, yeah, because that green definitely. That green. Well, green's good because we usually just get blue. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, there's blue. this, and there's a there was like almost like a they were purposely making green a, a thing. Like they kept yeah. bringing up green in the movie. Like yeah, different yeah, things yeah, were yeah. green. It's like it's I want to, yeah, I want to explore that more just yeah. to see like what the metaphor is. I haven't gotten a chance to really dive deep into that but yeah i i like it like it's it's a movie that you you know could, on the surface could think oh it's just being weird just to be weird but that's why i like it because nice. it is kind of strange it's unique but not yeah. everyone will love it yeah you can exactly see how people yeah. can hate it not like mother crazy but yeah it's definitely a little out there there's even a musical number yeah which i well, liked that, which that does, dude, victoria looked at me and she's like Really? With this right now? really? And I'm like, serious? I'm, I'm into that. it, bro. I'm, I'm into, into it. it. I have that same look. Yeah, you guys yeah. So, yeah. Every <laughs> day of your life. No. Oh man, um, it's a musical number. What? What, is, well, what does that mean? You'll see. Uh, you, you'll you have to see. see. I'm just you'll warning you that it's different. That's I, uh, that's not my cup of tea. <laughs> it's not mine either. You like? But it did works. you like La 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 I like La 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 La, but I also, but it's different than I. Generally, generally don't like musicals. You, if you got something to say, just in the say context it. of the film, though, you'll you'll see. You'll see. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I will see. It's not singing <laughs> musical. Okay. It's a, like a dance. I don't like dance. I'd rather sing than dance. I hate dance. Well, we don't. You know. We well, don't. that's me. <laughs> that's just you. But I will but, see this movie uh, no, now. I'm. You guys rate it so highly, then I feel like yeah. I, I mean, rate it as number three, and you rate it as what? Uh, number eight. Oh. Yep, and which again, I just, I just, I just, I no? saw it less than twenty four or about twenty four hours ago since so this you, recording. You so I need it. Deserves no, oh no, absolutely. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And honestly, like I enjoyed the film to be my number three, but the fact that it, it just knocked out so many categories for me. Yeah, and it will get nominated best picture, but it's not my best picture of the year. But it. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's your number it three, has so. a couple secure. Great film. I really think she should win best actress. I will. See it. I want to check it out. Dorman will be will be born or up. Gotta be yeah, right. Definitely. Yeah. But I really think she should win. All right. So let's get to it. Our next two films. I kind of have a feeling they're going to be the same guys. I don't know. All right. My number two is Beauty and the Beat. No, just kidding. Uh, my emoji? number two emoji? is emoji. Uh, is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Dude, do we samezies? Same samezies. Samezies. Two and two. Yeah. All right. We all have it. Phenomenal. What do you guys have to say about it? (laughs) We did not talk before the show. No, we no. Honestly, yeah, we did not. I I I don't know. I just had this funny feeling that we would have the same. But yeah. Actually, actually, when you when you told me we're gonna have the same one and two, then I knew exactly what you what you meant by that. You must know because you 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 knew your number one and two. Uh, My number one has been clear for a yeah exactly now, which we've been in agreement with for the long time. But yeah, number two, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, a sequel, thirty five years. 35 years later. And if you, just, just to say, we we uh, reviewed the original Blade Runner as well as 2049. Yep, we did. Yeah, so. we, we already talked about 2049. We, uh, Vinny, it would Blade be good Runner, if you but, would go uh, ahead and listen to those two episodes. Yeah, if you could listen to those two episodes, we'd appreciate <laughs> Blade it. Blade Runner 2049 is hands, 
I'm just cutting you off. I'm just gonna say one thing: one of the best sequels ever made. Yeah. No. Thirty-five years later. Yeah. It's a lot here to unpack, and I I only saw it once in the theater, and I started watching it again, and it's still a lot. It's so mesmerizing. It's just it puts you in the only negative, the biggest negative, I guess I'll say, is it makes me depressed <laughs> because the world that it's in is sort of sad. Yeah, I get you. Right? There's a there's like a, a fatalism yeah, in this movie that you can't escape. You feel like K where there's no hope. Right. Even though oh. there might be hope for somebody else, but there's not for you. And I feel that when I'm watching it. So you have to be in the right mindset. But as a film, it is beautiful and gorgeous and well acted. And it just and again it takes you into these big questions of life. You know, who am I? <laughs> Where do I come from? What right. does this mean? What does it mean to be human? What? Yeah, exactly. And this one gets right into it. It's so yeah. it's mesmerizing. Mesmerizing is right. And Denny Villeneuve is who I was going to mention when I mentioned Taylor Sheridan in the last episode. Who can do no wrong? Denny Villeneuve. Good God. Beautiful. Sicario. Yeah. Arrival. And now uh, Blade Runner 2049. This one Just, didn't do very well in the again, box office. Again, this... Sh- I, no, not at all. Which is sad. But at the same time... I, kind of like it just because I know okay this is <laughs> this is something special well the sad part is at least and again for Alien because I know I'm the only one but the the, the negative to that is that uh, they might not make another one <laughs> right yeah and or maybe it well, might I'd, be I'd, another they're not going to make another Blade Runner do I honestly don't they want them like I don't want them to make another Blade Runner one. like I think I this ended one. perfectly I don't need one. I wouldn't mind just more content to well, watch. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, more co- well, yeah. Dennyville News not going to do it's it. Getting, it could, you know, it then it's good. getting into MCU territory and and even Star Wars at this point. It's like they're just like keep spitting yeah, them out. Solo you story. Know? And yeah, so it gets I, I like that. You know, this will be the last movie. But at the same time, yeah, I wish more people. The only reason I wish it made more money is that just more piece people appreciated it. They're not like ready. They're not ready to go into the movie theater and get that thing because right. the way movies have been for so long has been you know you're in and out and it's a big blockbuster and you're gonna get this visually dazzling thing but we're gonna get some kind of an act like I, I think of like Avengers right or that kind of thing like a marvelization of by visually pleasing we're talking about very different things with Blade Runner versus Marvel right right we're talking about totally different we're not talking action where someone spins around and does a pose we're talking about going over a scenery, over this ominous score, <laughs> right? Yeah, in this expanse of a thing, and then you go back into a guy into a car, and he like was there green screen in this movie? It, it honestly mean, yeah, does it, not feel like there's yeah. green screen anywhere. It's like a it, real it, place. It's right? crazy. It's like dude. a documentary. <laughs> it complements the original so well. Like it almost it makes does. it seem like almost makes it seem like a Blade Runner, which I think it was, but at the same time, like. It makes it seem like Blade Runner 1982 was ahead of its time, just in the way that they filmed this. Oh, like, hands they made down. It when you like, watch this now in 2017, yeah. you're like, "Wow, it was ahead of its time." Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's like they use like the same technology they used in Blade Runner, like the same special effects, the same scenery, and everything. The I continue thought that was in awesome. the universe, yeah. Right, exactly. I think that there was like the perfect way to do that. And uh, Harrison Ford, I think it's this, his best. One of his, his best, best role for- in um, of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw the preview or the trailer when he's like kind of running. As an old man, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be stupid." Yeah, but he ah, he did good. He blew me away in this movie. Yeah, what is that part when he's with Wallace? Where they you know, he's telling him, you know, you're a program, you were supposed to do this, and just his his react. It's almost like the blade. I think I said this a while ago. The Blade Runner pocket is like Harrison Ford's thing. This like 
this gruff, masculine guy who's sort of conflicted, you know, and you know it internally. He's so good in the original, and he's so good in this one. I mean, these are like his two best performances ever, really. Other than, you know, you could say there, there are others, obviously, but you can't knock yeah. any of them. He's so good in this. Well, I didn't think- he succeeded his Star yeah. Wars one because even Blade opinion. Runner 1982. It I mean, his that's Star Wars in my opinion. Blade too. Runner, especially 19- the Han Solo in Force Awakens. Yeah, it, this this yeah, this is what I'm getting. This is this yeah, this is his best return to a performance oh, because definitely not Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones was his first one. Then yeah. Force Awakens, but I liked him in Force Awakens. But yeah, this I was just like him, this yeah, is yeah. him Obviously, totally coming back. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean him him in this role. I mean, and again, they still didn't. He totally is com- They t- totally didn't confirm. Oh, yeah, he is. You don't they, see Hans. That's what I'm there. saying. And I love there. that they totally didn't confirm what that spe- suspicion was that we had in the original. And we kind of think it's. Yeah, it I mean, but, but I like how I they like don't. how they still leave it open ended. That he is a replicant. Yeah, you do. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's the thing. Is like Ridley even if Scott I say says no, yes. Yeah, but Ridley Scott is the man who he made changes. The <laughs> yeah, but also he's the guy who made like fifteen cuts. No, I know. That you I don't I, know what he changed and his I, mind on or anything else. And well, I also believe in letting the audience, you know, just I, make yeah, their own exactly. I, and I like for that reason. Yeah. Even though Ridley Scott says what he wants to say in an interview, the movie leaves it ambiguous, which is nice, right? right? This yeah. is what yeah. Vinny said in the beginning, it's, or maybe last episode. But you know, it's your interpretation. This is an art. Yeah. This is art. You get out of it whatever you perceive, and that's your story on this story, and for this one is you know, right. right, dude. That fight scene with him and Ryan Gosling in the club, yeah, I love that great. scene. Yeah, bro. love that scene. The the climax where they're, the, you know what I'm saying, in the water. You know, what oh, I'm that about? was nuts. I feel like I'm in IMAX. I don't know what my last on. two movies were. I, we're seen in IMAX. Yeah. <laughs> and this. That was terrifying at the end of that movie. <sighs> Dude, I was like, I legit sat on my seat like, <laughs> during that scene and I was like, how did they film this? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I legit. Did you ask yourself, how did they film this? Yeah. It's so dark Harrison and Ford's terrifying. Drowning scary, over yeah. here. They're fighting. I was like, where did they film this? In a big ass pool? <laughs> right. <laughs> it was crazy. I couldn't believe because I felt like it was this whole world in the middle of black. Just water in the middle it's of scary. blackness. The ocean at night. The ocean is scary. at night is scary. Very scary. And that's what ma- I love. It's that one you of said my that. fears. Yeah, I love this, that you said yeah. that because that's what I felt during that scene. I, ocean I, in black. Because you feel like you can be swept away into nothingness. Yeah. You know, nothingness. And that was the feeling of. And that. the only light was like the inside of the, of, <laughs> the, of the ship. And then beside that is on the beach in this massive wall. Yeah, you know, a seawall. Yeah, crazy. The scenery was nuts, and they're living in a place that is literally nuts. You should no one, no one should be living in this on Earth. You know, we hear about, and that's my disappointment that I said earlier is that they're not going to make another movie. We don't know anything about off world. What's off world? Show me what's going on. I'd love to see that. You know, you create you you world build through both of these movies intently. Yeah, I can't see it really. You're leaving me on Earth. That sucks. It sucks in the first movie, and it, <laughs> it sucks does, in yeah. the second movie. I don't yeah. want to live in either place. Off world is supposed to be great, but you know, and, yeah. and I guess that's I guess my only really just it's not really a it's not a film making critique, but just my own personal. It makes me a little depressed. Yeah, no, I I, w- I would totally see that, but yeah, it's, it's interesting they never show us what actually off world is. Well, life's yeah. depressing, it's just this bro. idea. You know what I'm saying, yeah, <laughs> life's depressing, bro. I hope. Doesn't get it wouldn't worse. be real if you didn't feel 
no, to be honest. It's true. It's yeah. true. But yeah, I'm glad. the guy who watches Black Mirror, you know. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I do it too. I'm, again, I wasn't surprised that we all have this under number two, but yeah, I'm glad it resonated with all of us so much. I can't believe we all that, three uh, have the same. I know. I mean, the only thing the movie has against it maybe is its length, but at the same time, oh. like, I think it needs it. Like, it needs it to build up to that. And, On uh, like paper, the like length you, seems long. But like, when you're in the theater, it doesn't seem yeah. long at all to me. So yeah, if the box office got, you know, a lot of people didn't see it because, you know, they saw like, oh, it was almost three hours. I'm not going. But once you're in there, it's like it yeah, does not feel like exactly. And like you said, Dave, like I, I watched it once in the theater. I've started watching it uh, since it came out on digital. I started watching it more and just like I'm just cat. I just. I'm a busy guy. I don't have time to watch the whole thing I've again. I've watched it a couple times. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, just everything I've saw sucks again right is just in, like yeah. it sucks you How in. How about the Did scene you where see... the homegirl just comes up, dude, with the android girl. I forget her name in the first one. I'm having a mind blank. You know, Rachel. Rachel? Yeah, Rachel. Rachel. Dude, yeah. How about when Rachel shows up? I know. Up, that's bro. just like amazing technology dude, again. When Rachel shows up. <laughs> bro. Bro. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that, Good that stuff. the special effects. Good I thought stuff. it was the real actress. I was like, well, I, I was yeah. like, did they take anything from the? Is she still John alive? Young? I started doing yeah. research. You know, she's like seventy years old or something. Yeah, I was like, did they take? Yeah, it looked but, just uh, like, but yeah, we, he's like, and, uh, she had different color eyes. I was like, oh shit. But yeah, Ryan Gosling coming off La La Land. Uh, you know, you know, I was, exp- uh, uh, you know, I'm generally blasé hey. about Gosling, and I, nah, shut up, not to toot shut my, your mouth, not to toot my own horn, but remember my most anticipated. What was it? You had 2049 in this. I had Dunkirk as number one. And I had Arrival, which was the director and the actor. Arrival? You mean Blade Runner 2049? Arrival was Denny Villeneuve. You probably met. Yeah, yeah. The director. (laughs) And my my number one was La La Land, which was Ryan Gosling. Look at you. Look at you. All right, folks. Well, guys. Should we get to number one? It's my turn, but should we just all say it at the same time? Because I'm pretty sure... Let's just all say it at the same well, time. I, I just worried about this one here. Well, let's just see. All right, <laughs> let's just see. Have... Let's all say our number ones at the same time. Ready? One, two, three. Get Dunkirk. out. Dunkirk. I was fucking. Uh, what was it? Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Okay. <laughs> I said get out. I said get out. Oh, does, can we kill him? All right. No, that's honorable mention. That's honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, let's just go ahead and slit his throat. No, um, Dunkirk's my number. Dunkirk. Let's talk about Dunkirk, guys. Number one film of 2017 came out in July and it's still the number one film. Dunkirk, when I saw it, was the best movie I'd seen of the year and it was going to be the best movie I'd seen in a number of years. <laughs> and then okay. I saw it twice and it is still as good. <laughs> it is still there. This is an all-time great movie and this is a movie that I didn't even want. This is a, I, I was like, um, after Hacksaw Ridge, I'm like, I'm done with World War II. I don't need to see the Nazis. I don't need to he- hear this morality tale. Yeah, I remember like, before was, this came yeah. out, we were talking about it. And yeah, you were I, like, I don't Christ- need this. Yeah, I love Christopher Nolan. He's a fantastic director. But this was, wasn't a subject that I wanted. And I saw this movie, and it blew me away. And what was so great about this film was that it didn't do the things that I didn't want it to do. It stayed away from the, the opposite. The morality of we're fighting these people because we're awesome. We're the English. You know, it was more of like a survivor movie, yeah. a disaster movie. We're fighting it this battle. It was so good. Yeah. You know, it, we don't, you don't need to know that Johnny, little English boy, you know, doesn't like the Nazis. Like, we, it 
didn't need to know, or because and we I, didn't I, need to know his wife was pregnant. At exactly. Home yeah, I need to go back to my my girl, or my mama needs me to come back and yeah. milk the sheep when I get back. It was none of that. It was just about I'm here in the moment, and I don't care who's bombing me. I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to Survive. live with this little you know group around me. It and was, survive. Yeah, and this movie is told in an hour and 45 minutes. You're moving 300,000 men off of the beach <laughs> in an yeah. hour and 45 minutes, and the aerial stuff is phenomenal. And then yeah. the end of this movie is the most glorious finish of a film yeah. I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, with the aerial Tom Hardy <laughs> and everything. Just Yeah, I love how this movie just puts you in the battle. Puts you straight in. Puts you in it. Like you said, it doesn't you know deal with, you know, I got this person back at home. No, and, dude. If, or if, deal if, with we were at like the Battle the, of Dunkirk, we wouldn't be like, yo, bro, are we doing the podcast next week? Well, <laughs> exactly. you know, like, we're going to be trying to survive. Yeah. It was almost like Christopher Nolan was at the Battle of Dunkirk in film. Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt yeah, like. Yeah, because, I mean, typical mm-hmm. war movies, they'll go into, like, the, the generals who are not fighting at all, just yeah. talking yeah. and, like, oh, we need to do this, this, and this. This is just all the battle, yeah. which is great. And even the civilians. They show the civilians who are going to try to save yeah. these soldiers. It's a story of heroism. You know, you know, we're 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 going to Dunkirk, as Mark Rylance says. Yeah. You know, it's like you're not even waiting for the navy to commandeer your ship. You're just going to go on your own because you just care about your countrymen. Right. There's so much beauty in this film. And it was all practical <laughs> effects. And I again, I think this goes to expectations of films. Again, you know, you Which expect so much. You expect so yeah. much from oh, Star Wars. You expect so much from you know other movies. You expect so much from Spider Man. You expect so much from uh, y- even uh, even you know Oscar worthy movies like Three Billboards. Like I was expecting so much from that, but it's just like when you go into a movie with low expectations. It's like, how does that affect you so much? Like, I, I, I want to know if, like, I, was, I know you were really... So, the, I mean, here's an example here. Yeah. Like, you were... This was your most anticipated movie of this 2017. Cause I, and, yeah. I, and I specifically told you... And this you, is still your number one. Dude, I one. said Christopher Nolan will change the game. And he did. He Dude, to me, he changed cinema. You want to talk about Mother? You want to talk about... The, we don't need character development. You know, certain people don't need it. He legit brought us to the Battle of Dunkirk, bro. Yeah, and I felt like I was there in IMAX, dude. I was sitting there, and I felt like I was at Dunkirk. I didn't give a shit who these, <laughs> what their names were. Right? Yeah. No, I, I don't need to know. I felt names. like this yeah. is cinema. Yeah, I legit exactly. And that's you're, why you're put in the situation bro, I, the characters are I, in. I, tr- I actually shuffled a couple times Blade Runner and this, and right. I realized that this put me in a historical event. Yeah, as I was there, dude. definitely. As yeah. I was there, you talk about character development. People I, hated it because of there's. Well, no it's I actually loved it more. By the way, we have an episode on this where we we review Dunkirk and we talked <laughs> about character development, where we said the character is developed as the film goes on. Right. You you meet these people and then you in see this how situation they react in their life. to this thing that they're trying to survive. That's their character development, not. I got mom and pa back home. That's not, dude. Right. That's no not one character has time to or, or like a character that. that's scared. Like, oh, I'm scared of the war. I'm scared of the war. But and there's this heroic thing at the end of the movie. In this moment, it, the in character this, in this war. Who has time to talk about it? Right. Developed- Saving Private Ryan. They had a couple downtime. You know, they could have said a couple things. But dude, they didn't have time to talk. No, and you're just in the, with the moments that they have, which is I love. What, what I really, really love about this film is that there are moments of calm. Where things slow down and then they sit on the beach or and they like, sit in the ship <laughs> and then they, they take a breath and you get to take a breath. It's the audience. Yeah. This is not non-stop <laughs> chaos, which right. the trailer made it seem like it's going to be like a horror film almost. That is World War II. That's not this. 
and when they're in the planes, there's quiet. You know, when they're moving around, I got hair. It's like <laughs> Tom Hardy, blah, 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 uh, blah, yeah. blah, blah, Bane. <laughs> yeah, Bane, exactly. number two. Yeah. And the other guy who, uh, the blonde guy who plays the other captain, he was so good, too. Yeah, he the was. The aerial stuff was uh, phenomenal. But, yeah, I mean, it, the character development criticisms are just yeah. plain stupid. Well, it's kind of like with the Rogue One, like the character ve- God, development. with so that. Like, They're developing you're, you're them as the movie goes along. Exactly. You're facing I love the these fact circumstances. that they killed everybody off in Rogue One, but don't yeah. Me too, yeah. Well, it's one of my and favorites. I, and I love how the end when, you know, they're reading that speech or whatever from Winston Churchill. Yeah. And just like they're... Did you it's, see it's Darkest actually, Hour? Not yet. I heard... You? Dude, I, I heard... I haven't. I, I heard Darkest Hour in Dunkirk. This is nonsense. And I know what... I don't want to hear it. I don't even need to see the movie to know why it's nonsense because we have such a thing we have this we have this movie press and and you know critique thing that where they're like we need to moralize everything so we need to see a great performance a rousing performance by a Winston Churchill character making this uh, thing or because it's a World War Two film yeah, by Gary Oldman who's a phenomenal actor right know, yeah which but he, the great thing uh, about supposedly he's supposed to win the best actor oh it, it, he may be great but what I love about Dunkirk is that it's read by a soldier who. Actually goes through which the is thing. a no we're like no name actor right we're gonna fight them on the beaches we'll fight them on the land we'll fight them on the sea and the thing I said well for them reading it well they already did that right this message isn't for me I'm coming back on the train I already did it so I already fought them on the beaches well, yeah. I already fought them on the land I already fought them on the and sea and that's kind of like the look he gives after he reads it he's just <laughs> like, like okay well this is this <laughs> doesn't help me yeah. I'm home now, and I'm glad to be home, but I don't need to hear something from the Prime Minister that's going to rouse me, because I've already been roused, and I already fought the freaking battle. <laughs> the rousing is for you know the other people who aren't even fighting the war. So the idea that we're going to say that it's better as a movie because we have this amazing speech with flashing bulbs and all this stuff, that, that's nonsense. What's right. great is to see the actual people that, who went through that thing, right. what we saw in Dunkirk. Yeah. And they're riding back, and we're like... You know, what we think is heroic is not a speech by a prime minister. What's heroic is trying to survive and get your ass off that beach. <laughs> exactly. And save... Exactly, yeah. I mean, the Mark yeah, Rylance I mean, character riding his own personal boat off to Dunkirk. And, you know, the poor kid dies. But you know what? I can't think of anything greater. Yeah, I mean, Winston Churchill might have been heroic. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. he was more of a motivator. He was right. more of... He was a great... You know, I'm sure he was a great leader. He was a great person and everything. But at the same time... These guys were in the thick of it. They exactly. were. They did. Yeah. They every, lived it. You know, they lived it. They they fought for their country. They did what they needed to do. And now they're reading this guy saying, "We need to do this, this, this." I already did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Thanks for the pep talk. Yeah. I thank just you. Freaking did it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, Dunkirk. Oh my God, amazing. Do you have anything this, else uh, on that? My friend Vinny. My man said the whole thing. Like if this said, thing doesn't just, win Best it just, Picture. It's a travesty. It, yeah. I, I, dude, I actually hope it does. Even, but the thing that makes Nolan it even, the thing that makes it even more great is that it won't win anything else besides special effects <laughs> and cinematography. No, see, I'm serious. I'm serious. It will not win Best Actor. It will not win Best Supporting Actor. Not yeah, best not, Director. No. It puts you. I hope it wins in Best this Director. Situation, at least. No, yeah, but it doesn't have like a moment where like the camera zooms in on Harry Styles. Well, no, actor, where he's, like, yeah. acting wise, acting. yeah, this isn't. No, an it'll win movie. special effects, but I really hope it takes Best Picture just for what it is. And Best it- Director. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, so you think this should win both? I think this should win I Best Director yeah, and Best Picture. I texted you that. I think I think Christopher Nolan should win Best Director finally. But um, but yeah, it doesn't focus on anything else, man. It doesn't exaggerate on right. things. It just puts you in. Yeah. It puts you in the situation. It doesn't have a crazy character 
you know, crying and just like totally emotional, like, oh, that dude's trying to win an Oscar. It doesn't have anything crazy. It just puts you in the moment. This was the Battle of Dunkirk. You lived it. You saw an IMAX. You were there, and boom. It's a great and, call. There and, isn't a second wasted in this film. Yeah, and I, 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 I also hope. No, there's not. And there's not like a, a, a director just totally like, you know, showing off either. Yeah, exactly. I feel, I no, feel like I feel all. like he's it's showing what honest... he needs to be shown. Yeah, it's an honest portrayal of, of the event. Exactly. And and again, uh, I hope, like you said, special effects and stuff, but sound design especially. Oh, yeah. I hope it wins sound design because the, the – You sh- think it should win a score? I saw this in a regular th- – uh, maybe. I think uh, It's nominated for score for Golden Globes. I'm sure it will get nominated for Oscars. But uh, sound design, again, I saw this in a regular theater. Not even AMC 20. I saw it in Movie Co. in Palm Harbor mm-hmm. uh, for those listening here, um, <laughs> which is a tiny – a tiny little Good old Palm Harbor, Florida. Uh, is a tiny little theater, and the sound of the like the shots firing like through like when they were hiding in that boat and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like the sh- the sound, I was just like, whoa! Yeah. Like I can only imagine what that was like in IMAX. It was a little and, too know, loud. Be digital. For, for example, like Titanic. Didn't get. Yeah, I think get, I think I think the people hiding in the boats would say though it's a little too loud. <laughs> you know? For example, Titanic. Didn't win Best Actor, didn't win Best Actress, correct? Yeah. Yeah, one best picture. It won picture. a bunch of sign yeah. design, one best picture. It put you on the Titanic, dude. Yeah, exactly. It did yeah. not mean yeah. some crazy moments. That like I feel like this should win Best Picture without anything else besides sound design and everything else. I really hope so. And actually, I looked... Uh, a lot of movies, actors come along with the picture. Right. You know, like, but I, I hope that this one... Surprisingly, wins. I saw this in New York Times number one movie of 2017. It was really? New York Times? Yeah, by oh. A.O. Scott, which... It was actually yeah. entertainment Who I, Whom I don't too. really like. Uh, but this is... Because uh, who cares about what the New York Times thinks, right? But I happen to see <laughs> it just out of curiosity. This thing better freaking win best picture. This is one of the best... This is the best movie I've seen in years. This is, and I think I said this back in July. I guess this is a Goodfellas. This is this is an all time great film. One of the best war movies. This is of all not time, just a 2017 movie. This is an all time. Yeah, movie. no, I mean this is. I've I mean, never seen anything like this. This film is going to go down in life. history. That's why I, I mean, said Christopher Nolan will change the game. Dude, lately when movies come out, I look at directors and I know like the movie will be. Yeah, I, I didn't think Christopher yeah. Nolan I mean, look was going to mess this up. Bro. All right, look at our top three movies. We had uh, Dunkirk, Christopher Nolan, <laughs> yeah. Blade Runner twenty four ninety nine, Villeneuve, Denny yeah. Villeneuve, which I think is the best like new director out there. Like oh, I think for sure. he's gonna, oh for sure he will never fail. anything that comes out like he's Christopher Nolan status to me at this point. Where yeah. any movie that comes out, even though if I don't like the trailer, I'm still going to see it just because I, th- I think I love the rival more than probably both of you. So uh, yeah, I love the rival. That, that movie, awesome. last year. that movie made me tear up. I m- cried like many a baby times. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, th- those, well, those. We'll have two a cry d- competition next time. <laughs> Christopher Nolan, Denny <laughs> Villeneuve. You, bro. Um, what was number three? Uh, my number three was uh, uh, d- uh, Disaster Artist. James Franco, Mine best director. <laughs> oh, I had. Uh, oh yeah, the Disaster Artist. I had. I tell it's you. your number so, three, bro. All right, so let's just go through it. Uh, so our number ten through one. My number ten. Uh, was three billboards. My number nine was Wind River. My number eight was Shape of Water. My number seven was Star Wars The Last Jedi. My number six was Spider-Man Homecoming. My number five, Lady Bird. Number four, Baby Driver. Number three, Disaster Artist. Number two, Blade Runner. Number one, Dunkirk. Dave? Nice. I still think I have the best list. Of, you know, oh, even yeah, as I, as I think uh, obviously. <laughs> obviously. My number ten was Disaster Artist. My number nine, Spider-Man Homecoming. Eight, Baby Driver. Seven, It. 
Number six, The Last Jedi. Number five, Alien Covenant. Number four, Logan. Three, I, Tanya. Two, Blade Runner 2049. And number one, obviously, and of course, Dunkirk. All right, I got ten, Mother. Nine, War for the Planet of the Apes. Eight, Three Billboards. Seven, Wind River. Six, Molly's Game. Five, Last Jedi. Four, Logan. Three, Shape of Water. Two, Blade Runner. <laughs> one, Dunkirk. And Beautiful. Vinny had three movies that both Dave and I did not have. So kudos to Vinny Good job. Thanks for, for being the, uh, change up. That and what guy. do we learn from this? If Tommy Wiseau can make it, we can. Make it. <laughs> that's right. That's Tommy right. Wiseau's dream. Uh, and real quick, <laughs> about a couple of my. Hey, if uh, we can make it on our list. <laughs> Anybody can make it on our list. Uh, a couple of my honorable mentions were The Big Sick, Logan, It, Get Out, uh, Good Time, uh, which was Robert Pattinson, uh, him and his brother go on a bank robbing spree, or just a bank robbing thing. His brother gets arrested and he tries to Pattinson, get him out. But it, huh? it's, it's a good movie. I heard it's yeah, good. Pattinson is actually really good. I wasn't drawn to it until I saw other people's reviews. Of it. I have no honorable mentions because my Ooh. top 10 is the best. Oh, of course. I have uh, honorable mentions Okja, <laughs> Detroit, Get Out, It Comes at Night. Oh, It Comes at Night. Okay. Have you seen it? No. Uh, Raw, a movie Raw, which will probably make you throw up. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> Mudbound was decent. <laughs> and that's about it. All right. I want to see 1922, and I want to go through the I saw Netflix. Yeah. And yeah. movies I have not I gotten a chance to see. I can't Dude, wait to just good. Can't wait to see Phantom Thread. Phantom is, Thread's on. Oh, yeah. Whenever it comes available to us. Uh, January 12th. Because Daniel day it's going to be his last movie. Yeah. What an asshole. I know. I mean, honestly, the subject matter just seems kind of like it eh, to me. But well, he did no, nine, but dude. I still like nine. Yeah, I think it's the only musical Paul I like. Thomas Anderson, La La Land. Um, oh nine! I thought you liked nine? La La Land. You like nine? I you don't know if well, is, you, you said La La Land was your favorite of last year. Well, I'd say I don't know if La La Land is really in the same style as a, oh, nine a musical. musical. I didn't uh, see yeah, that. okay, I got you. It, it's more of a hybrid. And yeah. actually, I saw. I will say, I saw The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman, who. I don't like musicals, and I really not oh, crazy you did about um, uh, Hugh Jackman. But you're not crazy about Hugh Jackman. Anyways, go ahead. Else. But you like this was actually a pretty decent okay. film. It's a, the 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 score is is catchy. It kind of sounds like a lot of the stuff you hear on the radio. Yeah, but still pretty good. And uh, the story P. T. Barnum is pretty good. It was well done. Uh, this one actually, if I. I, I don't have honorable mentions because I only picked the top ten, but this one might have made an honorable mention. It was actually a fairly decent movie. This one is a wife pick. Yeah. If you want to take a wife to a, hey, you know, let's go see. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I get a surprise. Yeah, no, let's get to a musical. There you go. Let's go. You got that but, Hugh Jackman. So. What what a great year in 2017. Oh, uh, yeah. Awesome movies. I mean, I loved all of our top tens. So yeah, I'm there's glad a lot we did of good this. films and a lot of surprises. Yeah. You know, m- most of these movies. I, I'd say at least half of the movies on this list kind of blew me away and exceeded expectations, and they just happened yeah. to be this good to me. Definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm love this year. Can't wait to see what 2018 brings. Absolutely. So, Vinny, thanks so much for coming back for on. Us, you're yes, you're welcome back anytime. Would thank like you, love you. to have you as a regular back on the show. I so. would hate it. So yeah, well, <laughs> Dave, come you on know, ever again. it's, it's, it's like who's this guy? <laughs> but uh, all right, folks. Well, that is it for us. Follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. I am at BC Core. I'm at Dave underscore Quist. Vinny's going to get a Twitter, and please uh, watch us on YouTube. Yep, definitely watch us on YouTube. And give us a review on iTunes. We would love. 
love it. We uh, desperately need it. Yes, please, <laughs> please. You're tearing me apart, iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hi, Dougie. Hi, Dougie. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, let's just do. All right. I so that was our. Her. I did not. Best movie. Great story, man. <laughs> may, may, maybe Hi, we'll maybe we'll do most anticipated 2018. I don't know. We should. But uh, all right, folks. Well, that is it for us. As always, grab some popcorn. Grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. At the movies. <laughs> At the movies. <laughs>